everybody. We had some audio issues this week and I salvaged what I could, but just know that it doesn't sound quite like our normal sound quality. We should be back to normal next week. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Hickory Dickory Doc. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle, and I thought that would be more of a priority. I thought I'm not gonna, nothing's going to change. What the fuck do you want? What do you want? I, do you need me to behave? Do you get away from me forever? Do you think this is not hurting me? You're not concerned about your parents. I'm not supposed to have emotion. Well, five seconds in, I've already peed my pants. Thanks, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who didn't hear, at exactly 1-18-44 on Discovery Plus, while Jenny is losing her mind, a chicken crows in the background. We did not make this up. We have the sound bite. All right, I'm going to play it. And it's, it doesn't, it sounds like a, it almost doesn't sound like a rooster, but I think it is. is it? I, I couldn't fucking believe my ears when I heard that, Kim. I was like, what the, are they listening to the podcast? What is going on? Like, did the, are the editors trolling us? Like, literally. I, did they put that sound effect in? It's so funny. I, uh, Kyle texted me and described it as the best thing that ever happened on HEA. <laughs> Here, here's a l- slightly longer. Oh my god! Uh, um, look, I've got to say, the, the, the this- thing is, like, I. I actually kind of see Jen like I see Jenny's point. I I think on balance I'm probably like on the team of the person who just got completely disowned by their entire family. Yeah, that that's the team but, I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I kind I I mean I get what she's saying. He he has done this type of shit a lot where he just kind of leaves her stewing and it's it's really frustrating to see. Yeah, but you she's not I mean? taking any of his like culture or upbringing into account. Like, if Jenny no, really loves Samit, I feel like she kind of would have left him because, yeah, you love each other, but it's not enough. And now he will literally never be happy because his entire no, family be will never talk to him again. And you and they knew yeah, that this I, was yeah. go- this was always going to be the outcome. It took four years to get here, but this was always the outcome. And it sucks. No, they're both super dumb if they didn't see this coming a mile away. Yeah. I mean, especially after mom made it clear that she actually didn't give the blessing. Like, that was her mind state, which she's delusional. But as soon as she started talking about, no, I never gave you permission. You got to, you got to, like, put the brakes on and reevaluate this whole telling them situation. Because, of course, this is what was going to happen. You know what's the best, though? (laughs) Is that at the end of this episode, 
Jenny still doesn't know that Summit just got disowned by his family. Because it doesn't seem like she really understands it. No, because well, he didn't have a chance to tell her because she was screaming the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, anyway. Um, so what do you think about this episode overall, Kim? I mean, honestly, there were some good parts, and there's some there's some drama, and so, you know, some stuff happened. <laughs> honestly, I can't even talk. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was a good episode. Look, this, I feel like this happened before on HEA. We're like, I'm actually surprised. And I don't know if it's really good or if I, my expectations were so low that. Oh, they're in the, they're in the basement. Oh yeah. my God. They're, they're in the Mariana's trench. But I have yeah. a lot to talk about. Like the Jenny and Summit stuff. We have Soja Boy is back. I didn't like, why am I so excited? I like shrieked out loud like it's soja boy like he's just so absurd i'm so glad to see him um and yeah i i don't know it i'm i'm enjoying family libby and andre look i know a majority of people hate them but (laughs) it is delivering for me i love i thought the nursery rhymes are a great idea i'm sorry i hate that the show is making me support libby but this is a good idea. And that lady that was yelling at her and saying she's not a professional because she can't sing on cue, absurd. And her sisters for like crouching on the floor in hysterics, assholes. I just, I think, I think she can, this is the best idea that a 90 day cast members actually ever had for actual revenue. <laughs> that's that's where than, we're at. Other than. Okay, look, she's not going to make more money than Larissa did for 25 minutes in a bathtub on Cam Soda, Kim. It's just not going to happen. That's true. But Larissa got fired from the show for that, so. <laughs> she's probably made way more money from being fired That's than true. being on the show. Let's be real. Yeah, I saw confirmation that Angela, well, this is alleged. It's always alleged because we have no way to, like, confirm this information, but it's alleged that Angela um, only is still only making, like, 15000 for the whole season plus 2500 for the tell-all. I don't know. That's not a lot of money. So I feel like they had that Ellie's World YouTube channel, remember, that they were kind of experimenting with a few months ago. and. I feel like, look, I have done extensive research into Libby singing. I have watched many, many clips that are now available, and she's good. She's a legitimate, she's a good singer. And I know people are throwing shade, like, oh, she has a nice voice. So do a lot of people. I'm like, yeah, she's pretty good. I think she's a really good singer. I don't know. There's a lot of things I can knock her for, but singing poorly isn't one. Hopefully we'll see it on the show. The only singing that you've sent me is lip syncing as she's like walking down the street in public. I have no proof that that was actually her singing yet. <laughs> I have proof because None. I've cross-referenced it against like 10 different clips. So uh, I think you're drinking more than Charlie. No, I am surely not. No, there's a really cute clip of her singing over the rainbow to her kid. And she's just a beautiful voice. Um. I know people hate to think that that's true because they don't like family Libby, but she can sing. It makes me cringe out of my entire body, and I can't listen to it for more than two seconds without wanting to die. Well, you can't look at her face because she's being very dramatic. (laughs) Her singing face is, oh, she she needs work. Yeah, it does. It does. 
her singing face is some somewhere between taking a dump and <laughs> um fucking andre during puzzles it's something it's bizarre yeah it looks like it looks like she's in she's in a lot of pain it does it does you know in other news soja boy's life goal is to become the most famous human being on the earth that's all that's it you know attainable goals good work yeah just make a vision board (laughs) and it'll happen for you you want to recap this uh this episode i don't want your family here only want intelligent people not going to hang out with scumbag yeah. Andre, dude, you were unemployed, shirtless with a beer gut, cleaning the pool like two months ago. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, I, the, the thing that I hate about this entire family, and it's all of them, it's not just Andre and Libby. I mean, this used to be all the sisters. I would, I would say this about her sisters only, is that these people are the fuck you, I got mine family. Yeah. You know what I mean? It drives me crazy. It's like he literally says he can't now that he has a job and he sold two houses, he can't hang around with the pores anymore. <laughs> it's literally like you remember that book Rich Dad Poor Dad from like the 90s? Yeah. You know the premise of it is basically like hang out with people that are rich and you'll also become rich. It's <laughs> basically it. No, this is the same shit. But it's yeah. the same weird mentality that Pedro seems to have magically had happen to him. He sold two houses and now Chantel's beneath me. And it's that's like the vibe that I'm getting from him. Dude, it's, it's terrible. It's awful. I It's like they're watching Selling the OC or Selling Sunset and they're... Did you see that shit on the show? He said that Chantel has no goals. I'm like, motherfucker, she was a nurse during COVID. What the fuck are you talking about? Unbelievable. Shut the fuck up. I didn't see that. And now I'm glad I didn't see it. That's horrifying. Um, I feel like we should cover Pedro and Chantel on, on B-sides. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, I'm stress-free. <laughs> I love that he's stress free now. Andre doesn't want anything to do with Libby's family so he can be stress free, except, oh, that small thing that Libby's family funded his entire business. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just small details. And now he's stress free because of that. Yeah, he's living off Chuck's 100K. Um, I just, this, the scumbag comment was so funny. Also, Libby's sisters are not poor, to my understanding. What's he talking about? Who is it that he's offended what? to hang out with? <laughs> Anyone that's poor, Kim. <laughs> Anyone that's not going to further his career. This was not... Look, whether or not you agree with Libby's sisters about the nature of this party, I think that they're right in as, insofar as this is not a housewarming party. This is a networking event. Yes. And you invited your family because you're on TV and you needed some drama after the party. That's what this was. This is not a housewarming party. So, I mean, these people are not friends. And But I think technically they're correct. Andre has an agenda for yeah. all of them being here. Whether or not, like, you can say that's right or wrong. I, don't, I mean, I personally don't give a shit. But, like, don't pretend that this is some party with our friends. You don't fucking know any of these people. 
I know. People don't give a shit about you. I, you just said on TV that you can't hang out with the pores. <laughs> you don't fucking care about any of these. Have, like, one thing, have you, have, when was the last time since Libby's fucking bachelorette party that we saw any of their friends that were actual friends on this show? Have we seen them ever? I don't, I literally don't think that these people have friends. No, I, I wouldn't think so. If they do, they're smart enough to not agree to be on TV. Yeah, absolutely. I don't see anything wrong with what Andre did. He had a networking party with a, That's not wrong. With a mortgage broker and like two other people and his immigration attorney that he's interested in getting an investment capital from, apparently. He's like, oh, yes, George, very successful in the mortgage business. He could invest with me. And like, I don't really think George needs you to do property know, investment andre like it is it is clearly like empirically true that andre doesn't really make relationships with people that he can't get something out of yeah sure i believe that i think that's i like i don't necessarily think that he's a bad person for that but that it feels like it's a that that to me sounds like a really sad life. Oh, I agree, but I know a lot of people that work in sales or I actually know realtors like this too that are exactly like that. No, it's every it's a, every it's a common realtor thing. Every connection, yeah. and, and also like I, I I also empathize a little bit because of his background and just growing up in Moldova and hustling and life is different over there. And, and like networking is kind of a different concept in, in, in a country like Moldova yeah. than it is here. So I get that. It's just, it, it w- w- when it starts to bug me is when you take that personality trait and then you start to believe that you're better than other people, which yes, Andre feels like, I think he's always thought he's better than other people. And funnily enough, because he surrounds himself mostly with family Libby, most of the time he's fucking right. (laughs) That's the funny thing about this. Like when you're only hanging out with fucking Charlie and Becky. Okay. Yeah. You can feel a little bit superior. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, he, he even uses Libby's fit like relationships with Libby's family select like he's very selective about those as well he only made played nice with Chuck when he wanted something from him absolutely and I mean I do agree with him about Charlie though no complete every everyone there except Pam is completely right and the only thing that the only reason it got weird is because clearly Andre was really fucking wasted too and at a certain point, this argument had took a an odd turn. It did. did you notice it? Yeah. Like it, at one point, so they were arguing, and it seems like everyone is you know against Pam on this. But then, out of kind of nowhere, Chuck says, "Oh, mother, of the year here." When she asks if Andre will help her help Charlie, did you catch that? No. Chuck seemed to be, if you watch Chuck during the scene, Chuck, he seems to be unhappy that things are escalating. Mm-hmm. You know, he I know he does Chuck say that thing. he's like, this isn't going anywhere. I heard him say that. Right. But, but at one point, Pam asks Andre if he will help her help him. And 
Chuck says mother of the year right here and just looks disgusted with Pam. Whoa. And and when that happens, if you look around, it looks like everyone it like it looks like this scene as soon as that happened, they cut it weird. It looks like this is hours later. Like a couple hours later and everyone just looks drunker. <laughs> You know, yeah. like everyone's face looks redder. Andre starts yelling, fuck Charlie, not willing to help, fuck his life in my fuck, fuck in my birthday house. And he just like is losing his shit and everyone's face is super red. I just, it just felt like the whole thing took a, a sharp left turn right, right then. That's and weird. Know, it, was, it was odd. Yeah, I don't even, I didn't realize that he said mother of the year, but I mean, I think it's obvious there's animosity between Chuck and Pam, right? Uh, yeah, yeah I think um, they, had a, they probably didn't have a very nice divorce. No, Chuck also didn't really express an opinion. He doesn't, he doesn't side with anyone. He doesn't get involved in the argument. He's probably horrified that they're airing dirt, like more of Charlie's dirty laundry on this show. Because remember during the fight last yeah. season, Chuck was like crying. He was, he was, he was like, I just can't, I didn't survive cancer to see my family (laughs) pulled apart, ripped apart, but yeah. All right. We we got to backtrack to, um, I saw someone say great value, Chris Jenner, this (laughs) other person. Can I make one more point about demanding that Libby sing on command on television? Really? Really quick before we get to Marisol, this party though, it looked nice. The catering looked great. The house looked good. It looked like an open house. Yeah. It looked like a realtor open house. Well, that's kind of what like, it was. The food looked great, but... That's what it was. He's trying. It's a networking event. The food looked wonderful. Okay, sorry. I didn't feel... I, it wasn't a housewarming party. I felt no warmth. No, it was not. They shouldn't have called it that. So... Uh, <laughs> I want to show you guys Ellie's room. It's so cute. Oh, my God. A fellow light fixture. Now we go across oh, the... Oh, singer. We'll sing right now, bitch. <laughs> sing, monkey. Dance. <laughs> yeah, they go across the hall. Did you know that the music studio was across the hall? <laughs> across the across the hall. <laughs> so what what uh, what are the odds you think this is actually an OnlyFans studio and they just stuck a piano <laughs> in there for effect? It could really be anything because there's literally nothing in this room except a like there's nothing synthesizer like in the corner. Casio. There's yeah. not even a yeah. a bench to sit on whilst playing it. Nope. Um, nope. It's yeah. So fucking sing. All right. Well, if you're a professional singer like me and someone asks you to sing, you know, you just turn it on. You just do. I don't know if that's true. Wow. I, I think she's completely full of shit. Dance right now. What you're a you're a professional tap dancer. Well tap, bitches, tap. Like, no, I just don't Binium, you're a fighter. Go punch someone. <laughs> the best is when somebody mentions they speak like a second language and they're like, say something. It's like what well, talk like... talk language from another place. <laughs> it's Oh, oh, you have an OnlyFans? Let's see your tits. <laughs> uh it's just kind of uh, it's just kind of a hobby, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, I, so I look if if <laughs> if someone, even if they had, even if my sister had a good voice, 
if I heard my sister talking to other people that she was going to, that she was thinking of doing professional nursery rhymes, I would probably have to leave the room <laughs> laughing too. Okay. Like, yeah, it was a little bit mean, but this, what was, what was weird about this situation is that Libby clearly hadn't shared any of this with her sisters. So she's, they're hearing it for the first time. Well, they talk. Well, she talks to this complete stranger who's demanding that she sings. The entire thing is fucking hilarious and bizarre. I would have laughed too. <laughs> I t- <laughs> I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard the first time I watched this. <laughs> I was just like posting to the Facebook group, "Hickory Dickory Dock bitches," and like you know, I sat on Andre's cock. The house the struck clock struck one, the blah blah blah, and like it's just oh my god. I there's the nursery rhyme thing. It sounded so funny. Then when it sunk in and I actually thought about it, I'm like, people have gotten really rich off becoming popular children's song singers. And somebody oh yeah reminded me of and, that guy and, in the eighties and nineties, Rafi or oh whatever god. his name was. I mean N- none of these none of these people have any talent. They're no, just, but they make they, millions of dollars. Yeah, usually it's because they have connections and they're they're um they're very hardworking. Well, yeah, somebody said that they went to I don't know some other currently popular children's song concert and it was expensive, like as much as you would pay for Ugh. a concert you actually wanted to see. And I mean, yeah. you know, I'm just saying there is money in it. And as far as ideas go that people have had outside of um, Marcel and Anna's and Anna's like actual honey store that they have. I think that this might be the only legitimate business idea we've ever heard on the show. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? A lot of us wake up too hot or too cold during the night, and this is a big problem and it really affects our sleep. Since I started using Miracle Brand's self cooling bed sheets, I stay comfortable all night long. Using silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA, Miracle Brand sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long, so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with this natural silver that prevents 99.9% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets, so no more gross odors. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands. The sheets use a premium 500 thread count sateen weave that's made with USA-grown Supima cotton, which is one of the highest quality cottons in the world. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Why are we doing this? Clean sheets means less bacteria to clog your pores, fewer breakouts, and other skin problems. So what are you waiting for? Go to trymiracle.com slash cray and try it today. We've got a special deal for our listeners. It's pretty awesome. Be sure to use promo code cray at checkout to save 40% and get three free towels. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Brand. Go to trymiracle.com slash cray and use code cray to claim your free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash cray And thank you to Miracle Brand for sponsoring this episode. Do you want to talk about Jenny and Summit? Let's do it. Did you notice the caption said, 
Indian music playing yes. when the scene started. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! Um, you know, I mean, look if you you know that you're out of arguments when you start bringing up how painful the birth was. <laughs> That was like wow! Oh, it was a long That's and all painful I got left. birth. He just doesn't. Uh, you're not allowed to do anything against me because it, the birth was painful. <laughs> so bad. I just, I have to say, I'm still just glued to the television. This was riveting, and I can't, I, know. I can't believe they blew this load in the first and second episodes. Like Family Smith is gone now. We will never see them again. It's not going to be interesting Maybe. for the rest of the season. I mean, after this, after this, the the conversation about maybe moving to the United States makes a little bit more sense, because if this is real, if the parents don't waffle, he's disowned. He's done. Yeah. He has no support system in India anymore. There's no there's no point to even living there. Oh, I agree. If if you think that you have a better opportunity for a better life in in the U.S., which I mean, frankly, they probably don't. But no. Still, I mean, just, this is nuts. One of my favorite parts is she look. She's like, "How long have you even known her?" And I screamed. I the did laptop. too. I was, I was like, like 10, ten years. Ten years. Twelve years. At least. It's like twelve years now. What the fuck are you talking about? That that made me. It was like she was just grasping <laughs> for straws. I'm like, dude, we have. You've known Jenny for twelve years. She's stayed at your house. He's known her almost half his life. <laughs> Seriously, wasn't like, he like twenty? A third of his life. He was like yes, twenty or twenty one. Yeah. Oh my God. God. So yeah, that was, that was unbelievable. But I mean, this was terrifying and sad. I thought for submit, like his family, we watched submit get disowned by his parents. And even the sister-in-law who has said nay a word for the last four years was like, how could you not tell your mother? And the brother, like brother and sister-in-law are fully teen parents. Now they're Jenny and Summit are completely cut off. I just, I don't know what other outcome the family was expecting to happen, though. And this is really sucks, too, because Summit is so much younger. Like, let's say Jenny has 20, you know, good, good years in her. He is going to be alone when he's relatively young, and he will have absolutely no family to fall back on at that point. So he, this is what I'm talking about, that I feel like, I feel like these, like, I know that Jenny, he and Jenny do really love each other. I I think I really believe that, but I would have moved on if I were Jenny. I just, I don't understand what she's trying to prove here. She, she clearly doesn't understand his culture at all. And, and how important this is to him. Um, I agree with you about the sister-in-law and, and his brother. They they clearly only seem concerned about mom's feelings. Oh, yeah. And it's all just kind of about through the lens of how mom is doing with this and how she's dealing with this. That's all that matters to them. And if your sister-in-law, I mean, is it really hard to blame her? Do you really want to be on her bad side right now? Because <laughs> you see what happens. No. Also, you know, sister-in-law's... I, 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 Sister-in-law's thinking about her future sons <laughs> right. and being ostracized no, from sim- society, I mean, you know, because that's what they talk about. If you're about. in this situation, yeah, yeah I, I sympathize with her, but it's just, I'm the thing that sucks is like, of course, they're not going to reach out to Jenny and say, you know, 
we can't really go against mom, but I understand where you're, no, where you're at. No, they're, they're, they're done. To, they're never going to do that, even if they wanted to, which they probably don't. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of screaming. There's even in your next life, you'll pay. Oh, no. he's um, Don't even like come to our gnarly. funerals. Don't even yep. come to my funeral. That's rough. And, yeah, she mentions. Don't show your face. Your next life is going to be rough. Has, <laughs> and then he has the balls to ask if you'll ever accept her. Like, oh, my God. I think she's going to say right now, dude. Come on. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Yeah. You will pay. Mom says. Mom says. Mom says something. Go ahead. Sorry. Mom says you will pay for your actions in your next life. Oof. If you love Jenny, then give her all your love. Then we don't need it. We don't want it. Not all the love that you would have given me, your father, brothers, sisters. Give it to her because we're done. I thought that was a profound and kind of crazy thing to say. I have the Um, same note. I have the same note and, and as I, like that was hard to watch. And it's interesting because like that just goes that that that, that I think there shows a significant cultural difference because oh, yeah. I think to Americans at least and I'm sure a lot of other cultures like western european cultures the 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 idea of that love being a limited resource that is the same coming from the same pool as you would give to your, like your parents, like doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're completely separate concepts that one, one, like the way that I love my mom has nothing to do with the way I love my wife. And they're, they're totally different. And right. to her, it's like, no, you need to spread this out in a, in a, a specific way that, that makes sense. And now that we're not around, well, have fun giving your motherly love to Jenny. I know it's like there's a love pie and you can only split it yeah. in so many slices. Um, yeah, right. it's I, oof. but this, is, I, I, I know that you kind of mentioned that you empathize with how Jenny feels, but this whole time I was just like, submit is probably traumatized and just in shock that oh, he yeah. was just disowned. And Jenny is, I don't think it's screaming a, it's not, at him. I don't him. think it's as, I don't think it's a zero sum game, you know. I don't. I don't think that just because Submit just got disowned, Jenny's not allowed to have feelings of kind of like abandonment. But her screaming is like we've seen her do this before. She she doesn't have very good control over her emotions. But on the other hand, I think that Submit and his non ride or die behavior sometimes really just sets her off because i think what happens with jenny is she sits around and she's had nothing but time to stew that's true for years yeah about this very moment by the way yeah. this is the moment that she's been dreading for like 12 fucking years by now and she predicted to the letter how it was going to go including the way that submit was going to react essentially just leave her sitting on the couch after Clearly, mom was saying some really nasty shit to her. And the first thing he does isn't to hug Jenny or comfort her. It's to chase mom out the door and say, will you ever accept her? I love you. And gives mom a hug. She's sitting on her couch. She has no fucking idea what happened. And the worst part is, this is exactly what she told Submit was going to happen. Yeah, but- so that's kind of why I understand like being pissed off. But her, you know, like, 
But then you take a step back and you think about the fact that she's screaming at someone that was just disowned by his entire family. And it makes, and, it, and that matters way more to him than it would to you. And it was bizarre to watch. And, and I, I, I felt obviously bad for everyone, but more for Submit. I felt like Jenny needed to, this is not about her. She was literally there only to support Summit and for no other reason. So the fact that he didn't immediately translate for her right after it happened and that he did try to chase his parents out. I mean, he said, I'm an outcast in India now that my mom has disowned me. That's a huge fucking deal. And the fact that Jenny is just making it about her. What about me? What about my feelings? It's like, dude. It's not about you. For one freaking time, it's not about you. It, this is about Summit. It's really sad. And I just, I was irritated with her the whole time. I didn't think she had any right to be angry. I mean, he just sacrificed Which, his whole thing... family for her. His whole family. And she's no, exactly. screaming about how she, he's choosing his family over her. I'm like, Jenny, he literally did the exact opposite of that. He did choose you. He I thought married I'd be you. A, I... I thought I'd be more of a priority for him, and he's not going to change. Remember <laughs> that that was the the dumbest thing she said. I thought I'd be more of a priority for him, and like, okay, oh, maybe so in mad. that very, maybe in that microsecond, okay, you could make an argument that he should have hugged you and said, "I need to go out there for a second. I'll be right back," or something. She okay, doesn't even sure. ask him why he's upset. She doesn't even ask him what happened. I mean, it's pretty clear what happened. Is it? Though. I think. Mm. I think, yeah. I mean, she just, he says something and then she screams. And I mean, what else could it have been? You know, that, that, but, when, but she could to, just be mad. To then, to then look at that situation and say, I thought I would be more of a priority. Like, come on. At the, at the macro, like maybe, I guess what I'm saying is maybe at the micro level, Summit can have handled it a little bit differently. But the big picture, you're right. The big picture is he has literally no one in his life anymore but you. And and Sucks. you're making it about making it about yourself. Oh, I felt so bad for him. <laughs> Play the clip. <laughs> so this clip, if you watch on Discovery Plus, is at one hour eighteen minutes and forty four seconds. When she starts screaming at him, I'm it's it's great. <laughs> And it's I just I just loved it. It was my favorite part of the whole episode. Kim didn't catch it. I, I didn't to, catch I had to tell it. you the timestamp. I know. I, I yeah. probably I don't know. I didn't catch it. I uh I was probably too busy taking notes. I'm not sure, but great catch. So funny. Best thing to ever happen on HEA. Um yeah, he, she says that you don't care what I feel, you don't care about me when I really need you. You don't I she says so many things when she's having her big feeling that are just wrong. I mean, she says, can you imagine giving up literally everything in your life for your partner? And then they turn around and say, don't touch me forever. Do you hear me forever? forever. I'm yeah. like, whoa, like that would be like, okay, now I literally have nothing. I just gave up my family. Jenny's done this before. I know, she's done this shitty. before. She's st like, I I'm not going to buy my life forever. I just don't understand. Like, dude, just go home and like hang out with your kids and your grandkids. And like, yeah, you'll pine for cement a little bit, but you'll be okay. And he'll have his family and y'all eventually meet other people. 
And maybe you'll always be the one that got away to each other. But this is far worse. I just don't, I just don't think this is the superior outcome. I don't know. No kidding. I don't believe in love. Submit (laughs) that I'm done forever and ever and ever. And I'll never meet anyone else in my entire life. Not one time ever. Obviously. It's just so bad. I, I don't know. Um, what do you think that he actually gets to the States? No, 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 no. Uh, God. I mean, they are can married. You imagine what that K one? Can you imagine what that K one interview would look like? Well, it's not a K one. Um, they're married to be a spousal. Yeah, I can't imagine that they would actually make the real decision to try in, in like earnestly try because the practical reality doesn't make any sense. They would have to move in with her daughter, who more than likely would say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, get yeah. the fuck out of here." There's no way that's happening. They probably are broke or, or they are just, they have the money from HEA or something. They have 15 grand at the most. And what are they, what submit is just not going to get. She could get a job. There's a labor shortage and she has two daughters. If I remember, I think only one hates her. He could get, I suppose he could get a job in, in customer service or something. Um, Palm Springs. Yeah. There's probably a pretty bad labor shortage out there. I mean, he could get any job work in retail, Yeah, but I just don't think that it's going to be a, a happier life overall. But I guess for him, if you, if you got disowned, you might as well get some distance from the culture that judges you so much for that. Yeah. I don't know that it can get worse. Yeah. Like he Hey, it's a dry heat, you know? It's a dry heat out there in Palm Springs. So. <laughs> Jenny won't be sweating at least, right? Um yeah. did we miss anything? Anything else? I don't think so. Usman and Kimbali. At the beginning of this episode, I had to kind of I thought to myself, oh man, I kind of forgot that he was a Muslim. <laughs> I had like no memory I didn't... of anything. Except, I guess if you go back and you try to remember BGL and their wedding, like, uh, okay, sure. the but goat. it's just not, it's just, yeah, it's just not that. Well, I don't even think the goat no, is more like yeah. the ceremony itself. Um, but it's just, it's just not a part of their storyline in the same way as like, obviously even Muhammad and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. He never really talks about, even though I knew that he grew up in a Muslim family, but I didn't know he practiced religion. Let me just put it that way. So, yeah. um, I, well, I just, anyway, he's going to be Michael Jackson. So yeah. probably moot <sighs> being Michael Jackson is probably more important than your, I mean, being Michael Jackson is a religion, you know, I just want to reiterate the plan. The plan is to marry Kimberly. Point and one. Point one. Point one. Marry Kimberly, become the most famous human being on earth, and then somehow. No, 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 no. Find- That's step two is question mark. Step three, most famous person on earth. Okay, continue. Then find a second wife to have kids with, yeah. but leave them in Nigeria. Or at least stash them in another city. Yeah, we can't, they can't be nearby. And then just have that woman raise those kids so that he can have a contingency plan, uh, you know, for when he's older and stuff. This seems legit. Question, did you get the feeling that both of them were kind of talking about 
that the second wife would be an American that he met after he immigrated? That I was confused about. Because when he's talking to Elder that's how, Brother, that's what I got. Yeah, Elder Brother. Yeah. Elder Brother's fucking hilarious. Elder Brother's like, wait a minute. Okay, is this his first question? Is is she old? Like, the, is she an oldie? As Samit's mother valid. would say. <laughs> I think it's valid. And did you know his response was hilarious? This might have been a second language thing, but the way that he said it was so fucking funny. He asked, so, is she your age? Yeah. And he responds, somehow she's 51. Yeah, he said somewhat. Somehow. Somewhat. Somehow. Somehow the earth revolves around the sun 51 times, then you get Kimbali. (laughs) They're not the same age at all. And the brother, as soon as he hears she's 51, he's just shaking his head. We need to get a very young lady, a very young lady. In the future, you need to marry with a young lady and produce a child. These older need to produce, produce (gasps) older American ladies. They cannot reproduce. Um, Glenn Glary, get Glenn Ross of Dick. You always (laughs) got to be producing. Usman tells his older brother, "Look, I'm going to find a second wife. It's going to be fine." I can easily find another wife. Elder brother's like, it's so easy. Elder brother's like, when? You just go on Tinder. You go on Tinder. You set your location to Eastern Michigan. Okay. <laughs> Step two. And then you say that I'm basically Michael Jackson and, you know, you're good to go. This is easy. He wants, Elder brother wants details. He wants to know how long, when he will meet this new lady. He wants to know, you know, he wants to make sure she's going to be younger. He's just very concerned. Now, not to mention, Usman mentions in the very beginning when he's like recapping that loyalty is his number one concern. That's why he chose Kimberly. He didn't go for beauty. He didn't go after sexy. Loyalty is the only thing that matters. How do you... This is code for for pliability and desperation. (laughs) And Elder Brother, too, is like, Americans don't do polygamy, dude. They don't don't go for this. (laughs) Have you seen Sticking Sister Wife? It's hard. (laughs) This is difficult to do, all right? Oh, wow. I just, this whole conversation with the brother is just great. He looks so defeated and like, dude, we have done this before. Remember that bullshit wedding we had for you and the other oldie? Like, that didn't work out very well, man. That was four months ago. It looks- yeah, let's talk to mom. I, do you think mom will really care at this point? Has she just <sighs> given up? Because, it, look, she gets another goat. What does she care? <laughs> it looks like a cow this time. Mom mom has, what, five or six other sons? I feel like Usman has a fair number of brothers. She does not. Take the L on this one. Yeah. You know, this one. He's not the he's, oldest. This isn't a submit situation. He's, you know. He's already right. a superstar soja boy. Like, I, there's, Look, I don't know what to do. Five out of six ain't bad. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Can you play the Jenny clip again? <laughs> <laughs> Let's close on a positive note, guys. I swear to God, that will never get old. It is so fucking funny. Oh, I love it. Thank oh. you for listening, everyone. <laughs> this was, I mean, this was surprisingly another decent episode. We obviously didn't cover the Ed stuff. 
Shida and Bilal, meh, nothing really to talk about. But otherwise, I don't know. I have a lot to this say. This season is, is yeah, I mean, this, look, I mean, this season is getting slayed in the ratings already. It lost the number one spot on the first episode oh, to I didn't know Real that. Housewives. Um, yeah, Real Housewives of Georgia beat it. The reaction is universally negative online. Yeah. Which, look, I understand because, especially with people that we're not talking about getting added into the mix, it, look, I, everyone's sick of these people, especially Ed, Angela, Bilal. I get that. But I laughed probably more of these first two episodes than I did at most of 90 Day OG. So it's just, maybe it's just a mentality shift, just not taking this seriously. Because this is just fucking dumb. And there's been some really funny parts. And there's been some serious drama. I mean, Shahida and, Sh- and Shida yelling at each other. Uh, Jenny and Smith, Smith's mom screaming. It's bananas. I just don't understand why they didn't film Rebecca and Zied in, in Tunisia for the five months. There must have been some drama in that. Like, give me that. Instead of, like, right. Shida and Bilal. Are. Maybe they did. Maybe yeah. they are. Oh, that's true. Maybe, yeah. yeah. The, um... This was filmed so long ago. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe they have them for season eight. This is the thing, like production. If you're listening, we're going to give you a couple pieces of advice here. First, like <laughs> cap every cap every season, especially 90 Day OG and HEA, cap it at 10 episodes. 10 episodes. We can ten deal episodes, with yeah. 10 episodes of just about anything. But after 10, morale just plummets. And then every, <laughs> all anybody wants is the other way and, and ex- pretty much exclusively before the 90. That's all we want. We basically want this to be a love travel show. Yes, it's true. Nobody, <laughs> sick of seeing Michigan and Ohio yeah. and, and Florida. There's never been Stop. an Ohio. It's Michigan. It's just Michigan, right? It's Pennsylvania. There's been quite a lot. Really? Yeah. Okay. I yeah, just BGL, remember that, oh, that was yeah. bef- that was the other way, any or that was yeah. um, before anyway. And I just can't imagine that it's difficult to cast Vegas. for before the ninety, and like introduce right. other countries. Ninety Day UK is a huge success. Do Ninety Day Oz? Do Ninety Day New Zealand? Oh my God, New Zealand, that would be a riot. And just you know, give us some different Ninety Day Canada. Oh my God, can you imagine how nice they'd be? It'd be like shit. Even even ninety day Alaska. Yes, where they have to Might go well live in the boondocks. Country. I would watch four couples yeah. of that. There's just so much you can do here, and this didn't is... they have that? Didn't we cover a show Love Off Grid? <laughs> oh yeah, Love Off the Grid. That's true. They didn't have. I can't remember. I don't think there was anybody in Alaska though. It was like two people in Colorado, one person in the mountains of outside Asheville, and then I can't remember the fourth person, but. Somewhere it was, it in was this, the deep south. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, in swamp wood. Where we know nothing about. So, yeah, I don't know. I I just feel like there there's a lot of content that we haven't leveraged here that is relatively low stakes and should be very cheap to produce. <laughs> so. And, and more entertaining than, you know, Angela screaming. And uh, for the 10th season. Cars. You know, she hasn't even made an appearance yet, so. I can't great. believe she's not raging on Instagram about not being included. She might be. I don't follow her, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's, no, that's that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this was fun to cover. So thanks for listening and we'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.